A recipe for a good day brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores, your neighborhood store. Why fight the lines at the big box chains when Little General Convenience Stores has what you need? Selling only the best quality brands like Gorelick Farms, Boston Salads, Prepared Foods, KM, and Purdue. Little General also sells lottery, tobacco products, and yes, of course, your stop for your daily newspapers. Weekly specials change every Monday, so check online at littlegeneral.com for this week's specials. Plus, littlegeneral.com is the place to go for the delicious recipes you heard here on a recipe for a good day with Chef Gary. So whether you're picking up food or products for your home or if you're looking for food or coffee on the go, shop your neighborhood store. Little General Convenience Stores, open eight days a week. As I glance across the studio over the console, I see a shine coming just over the top. Let me stand up. Who is that down there? It's Gary McLaughlin, Chef Gary McLaughlin. Now, first of all, Chef, welcome to the program. <laughs> I, I got to ask you, I'm a little, uh, yeah. little, I've known you, well, let's just say uh, a few decades now. A few, yes. Um, and I just, <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just last week learned how to spell your name. Okay. And there's a good chance now, I would say in the 80% range, that I've also been mispronouncing the, your last name. How do you pronounce your last name? McLaughlin. Say it one more time. McLaughlin. So there's no G in there? No, but there is a G in the in the spelling. And this, there is a G in the spelling. Yes. But there's no G in the pronunciation. Correct. Very intriguing. Yes, but there, there has been other uh, ways of saying it also. McLaughlin. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, I've also heard uh, uh, McLaughlin. McLaughlin. Okay, yeah. because there's the the word laugh right it in the is, name. Is in there, yeah. Right. So, so it's M, capital M. Capital M, small, small C, C. Capital L. Capital L. A U A U G H. Yeah. L I N. Well, I had been spelling it McLaughlin. Okay, the G first. It's the yeah. G first. Gotcha. So it's McLaughlin. Yes. Okay. Or McLaughlin. I'm learning how to, yes. how to say it. Uh, oh, Chef Gary, I think I'll just stick to that. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, I've been doing his name wrong for like 30 years. But it really isn't wrong because of the pronunciation. All right, all right. I wanted to get that squared away here. I want to make sure because there may be a, another infamous Chef Gary McLaughlin. Well, when I first met you, I thought it was Jeff... Uh, ganache. Ganache. Uh, <laughs> Roger Bouchard still calls me Garmash sometimes. Garmash. Okay, okay. As he did when I, he first hired me. He says, oh, yes. there's no R there. But uh, he's got it down now, Gamash. Good, good, good. And uh, the one I get is Gamachi. Okay. Because it's C-H-E. If you're not from Monsaquet, there you you can say Gamachi. Gotcha. No, no, it's Gamash. I guess, yes. Silent E. Silent E. Yes, yes, indeed. It is recipe for a good day, now that we know each other's names. Yes. Uh, we'll continue on with the program, your weekly food show, brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores. And uh, I, I'm excited for this week. I've been waiting for this week. Yes, I know. And it I has know. arrived. 
As uh, a wife, folks. Not only is it exciting because we're going to be talking about the wonderful world of Hamburger. Yes. And it's not a tourism show, so we're not talking about Germany here. We're right. talking about Hamburg, right. the uh, wonderful ground meat. Um, but it's also a great double dip because, as you'll hear, there's a fantastic special on one of my favorite products. Matter of fact, I'm wearing the shirt for yes. it today. Outstanding for my dear friends. Hummel Brothers. Hummel Brothers. You look good in that Thank shirt. You. Since 19... 19- 35. Yes. That's a long time. Um, we'll tell you about those uh, items in a few moments. And uh, we are all things Hamburg today, if the show allows. We've got a full slate of uh, recipes for you involving Hamburg. We hope to get through, uh, as an appetizer, hamburger stuffed cheese puffs. Nice. Uh, baked stuffed tomatoes. Nice. Instead of... Uh, peppers, right? Right. Uh, Spanish meatloaf. Bonjour. And uh, <laughs> we're going to try to fit in a burger recipe as well in the program today. As uh, you'll find out, you may understand that there is a sale on Hamburg. Big surprise after announcing that lineup of activity. Um, but it's something I, uh, I'll tell you about the, some of the books they come from in a moment. But we do like to start out with a shout out from yes. Chef Gary. Chef Gary, who are we shouting out to today? Well, you know, it's been a tough year. You know, uh, through it all, it's still been tough. And now we see it with our dear friends, uh, Olympic. Yeah. Oh, Olympics, the whole Olympics. I can't wait. I love the US. Olympic Games. Oh, I do too. And uh, there's so many restrictions, and I can understand why. But it's so it's just a sad situation. Uh, hopefully, they do go on. I know some events have been going on already, uh, but we wish them well. We wish them safe to be safe and come home with the gold. And, uh, you know, uh, then see the highlights because uh, I, I love Olympic wrestling. Well, you're up early. I don't know if you have the ability to catch any because of the overseas aspect right. of it. There's so much early, early morning activity uh, to enjoy. Many of us will catch nighttime recaps. Exactly, exactly. Uh, of it. Uh, I probably won't catch any of it because I, I go to bed so early. I won't yes. see those nighttime recaps. But I hope to catch some of USA Basketball. Okay. And uh, I like some of the uh, peculiar Olympics uh, games, stuff you don't see every day. Correct. Uh, remember the old days, you used to have that wide world of sports. Yes. And you'd see some yes. odd things in there. And it kind of brings me back to that, watching the Olympic right. Games. So you're shouting out the uh, the Olympic athletes. Exactly. Today. Every one of them. One. The gymnasts, the wrestlers, uh, the boxers, uh, volleyball. I mean, every sport imaginable. And... Um, no fault of uh, what's going on, uh, but... Um, Imagine the food preparation oh. in Olympic Village. The cooks and uh, the food prep uh, must be amazing. Exactly, exactly. But would so many people not be able to go? What a shame. Yes, you know, yes, yes. Uh, no fans in no the stands. No fans, no fans, no family. No countrymen. No countrymen, you know. Yeah. Um, but we wish them well. We, we wish them well, and uh, whether there's fans there or not, we still want to win that medal count. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so uh, it's not a shout out, Gary. Until. Woo! 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 Oh, you mentioned Olympic <laughs> wrestling. I'll never forget watching the Kurt Angle match against uh, yes. Iran. That was in 1996. Yes, 96. He went into the Olympics with a, a broken neck. 
Wait. And uh, and he won an amazing match. I believe it was against an Iranian in the gold medal. I believe so. And But, you know, i got to tell you, Jeff, I go back to watching Olympic wrestling with Dan Gable. Oh, I thought you were going to say when they were nude. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, Dan Gable. No. He was the... Dan okay. the Man Gable. Dan the Man. He, was, he won seven gold medals that year. Amazing. Uh, just an outstanding wrestler. And he became a coach. Ohio State, mm -hmm. and uh, just outstanding. I love that sport. Very good. Sport. Enjoy it. The Olympics are only here every four years. Yes. Uh, the good news is every day is a food day. Yes. But only one day a week we talk food here on the radio, and that's Wednesday. We appreciate you being with us. We do have an email if you wish to partake. Uh, you can always email the program. If you have a question from your kitchen or a recipe you'd like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Just email the show at asktheshef at WNRI.com. That's asktheshef at WNRI.com. We did get a, a nice uh, recipe uh, request. It was the um, zucchini skillet, skillet zucchini italiano. And uh, we did send that off via email, which we'll be glad to do if you email the program for anything we talk about. Uh, and uh, Lorraine says, thank you for the recipe. It was delicious. Wish I could copy all of them, but they keep listening to the show while driving. Thank you again. And we understand you're on the road. But just remember that email address, and if we do talk about something and I have the ability to scan it and email it, we certainly will yes. accommodate you that way. And uh, so uh, this uh, this uh, listener enjoyed the skillet zucchini Very good. Italiano. I, I have yet to try I, it. I really wish I had the leftovers oh. uh, for that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm all out. But it's time for us to hear... And I, I get, do got to confess, there is a kind of a waiting list for some of that food items. That I'll be, I, I, I haven't made it yet. Okay. <laughs> I haven't made the big double batch that okay. that I've been uh, pressing on. One weekend it was the heat, and the other weekend I just wasn't up to it. I understand. Um, yes. But we have um, some special, some really nice specials this yes. week. Yes. Yes. And uh, three of them have me very excited in particular. Yes, I think I can name all three. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Chef Gary is going to give you, and keep in mind, these specials are available at all little general locations. And uh, the sale items are now in play through Close of Business Sunday. So, Chef Gary, what oh, what oh, what is on okay, sale at little general stores the everywhere? First item, Jeff, I want to talk about. Chicken leg quarters, 59 cents a pound. Guys, you cannot beat it. For 10 pounds, you can get, for $5.90, you can get 10 pounds of chicken leg quarters. And they are outstanding for grilling. They are outstanding for baking, frying, boiling. Those lake quarters, if you boil, you can make such a chicken stock plus the meat. It would make a fantastic chicken soup. Oh, that's the ultimate right there. Oh, yes. And chicken salad. I, I assume they're pretty good size, okay. as they always are. They are huge. Yeah. They are huge. Uh, also, uh, from uh, Delhi, from uh, Meat Cutter, Chuck is back. Chuck. Our own Chuck Hamburger, 
Four ninety nine a pound, and uh, that's going to be the focus of the program moving forward. We have a lot of hamburg recipes, and uh, Chuck has been uh, busy preparing uh, yes. uh, uh, the hamburg for you. Oh, very, very busy. And Would you not- say that's the most universal meat product you could possibly get your hands on? Hamburg, this just that that in the chicken and the chicken, yeah, yeah, it is so diverse. What you can exactly, do exactly from soup to meatloaf. To meatballs, I mean, you, 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 oh. you have the whole spectrum. How many pounds of American chop suey have you made in your lifetime? Uh, more than I weigh, <laughs> and that's a lot. <laughs> oh, my goodness, huh? Yeah. I mean, that was such a staple. Oh, it, um, you it, grew up, you had it every week. And it still is. Yeah. It still is. You know, the comfort, the classic comfort food of America will never, will never go away. Mm-hmm. And that's the meatloaf. That's the fried chicken. That's the American chop suey. That's the shepherd's pie. Again, something with hamburger. Hamburger. Uh, it, it, it's just amazing. Those foods will never, never go away. All right. Yes. That's a good price. What was yes. that price again? Four ninety nine a pound. Four ninety nine a pound. Very good. Yes. Now, now. Here we go. We have from our dear friends. I'm telling you, I love this company. I love working with them, and the product. Is outstanding. Not just one. All of their products are wonderful. And I'm not saying this because they are uh, a uh, a supplier. They actually have quality, wonderful, wonderful stuff. And we're talking about Hummel Brothers. And you look great in the T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> the first thing I'm going to mention, and this is Jeff's favorite, Liverwurst. Ah. <laughs> $4.89 a pound. I'm telling you, folks, this liverwurst is subtle. It's creamy. It has such a wonderful flavor. Now, I'm about three pounds already in on it. Three pounds. I got about a half a pound left. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I had one last night. And it really is uh, the what I find to be the upper crust of liverwurst, folks. Yeah. Uh, so take advantage of the product being here, being yes. at little general stores. That and we don't have all the time. Correct. Right. It is not available all the time. It is available correct. right now. Um, and uh, you know, people ask me all the time about liverwurst, and they always ask me the same question. Does it taste like liver? And I always say, no, liver's no. worse. <laughs> a little bonus one there. Uh, but it, it, it's so subtle. And it's so good. But yes. it doesn't give you an aftertaste right. uh, when you're done the sandwich. Um, I made it last night, always on toast. And boy, I'll tell you, cutting the crust off the toast before putting it in the toaster, day and night change of my sandwiches. Well, it just upped the whole game sure use a long knife you don't want to make multiple cuts a long knife once one one press down on each side get a nice square and then toast the bread okay lightly i set it on like two and a half or three yes yes and it is just the way to go um i'm mustard on both sides liverwurst cheese liverwurst press down and cut dana i've made it twice already with the mayonnaise as recommended by chef gary and she's very happy with the mayonnaise and I'm, the liverwurst. I'm glad made. she is because I'm not because I haven't had yeah, it yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, had I known, I would have made some. Yes. Made some, right? yes. <laughs> also from Hummer Brothers, oven brown turkey breast, a quality turkey breast, folks. Lean, beautiful color, beautiful shady, wonderful flavor. 
roast beef, rare, pink, beautiful, beautiful product. No, uh, it's not, it doesn't have any fat. It's just a, a beautiful, beautiful product. And the last thing, ham off the bone, five eighty nine a pound. The important thing about this ham off the bone, it is our lowest sodium product, ham product that we have. So not only it's wonderful for you, it's uh, not only that it tastes good, it's also wonderful for you. I'm telling you, ham off the bone, can't beat it, lean, $5.89 a pound, roast beef, $9.89 a pound, the oven-bound turkey breast, $6.89 a pound, and of course, the liverwurst, $4.89 a pound. Folks, you cannot beat it, really, really, and just think, just think of this, sir, if you take your bread the way you like it, and you put a little mayonnaise, and then the liverwurst, and then your turkey breast, and then your ham, then your roast beef, and then a little mustard on top of that, and then your other top, you top it off with the toast bread. What a sandwich that would be. Mm-mm-mm. Ooh, that's a Dagwood, you're spelling Dagwood all <laughs> over again. And one other thing I'd like to mention, sure. folks, okay? From Boston Salads, our dear friends at Boston Salads, my favorite, peach crisp with oh i'm telling you i love the peach you heat it up i like to heat it up and put a little little vodka in it (laughs) cook it off purely for flavor uh, purely for flavor cook it off and then add a just a, a half a teaspoon of butter cook it in and put it over ice cream mm-hmm Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. There's a twinkle in his eye, folks. It's usually reserved only for honeymoons. Yes. (laughs) So we got some great things. Uh, We do have some great grilling stuff. Uh, Ribeye steaks, $11.89 a pound. Army cutter. His name is Larry, and he's just the greatest guy, and his quality of work is bar none, and his steaks are always on point. Just a great product. And what a great what a great menu this week for the store. The hamburger, the chicken leg quarters, the liverwurst. One stop shopping you have there at Little General. Between your meats, your coffee, your lottery, your tobacco, and you can say hi to me, and that's for that, free. There you go. <laughs> you have everything you can have, you could want. Well, we did uh, receive a text communication from John Reynolds, one of the staff here. Oh, yes. says uh, he and his wife, Helen, stopped by Little General, bought three of those chicken leg quarters at 59 cents a pound. Um, Johnny, what's Helen going to eat? <laughs> goodness. Uh, we'll be right back. We'll get the show rolling in just a moment. Recipe for a good day brought to you by Oil General Convenience Stores with six locations for your shopping needs throughout the Blackstone Valley. Two-in-one socket, Manville Road, and Cumberland Hill Road. Great Road, North Smithfield. Front Street in Lincoln. Chapel Street in Boroughville. And Central Avenue in Pawtucket. Always hot, always fresh coffee stations to get your day started. Grab-and-go meals perfectly prepared for you, whether it's for an easy lunch to get you through your work day or to make an easy, satisfying 
satisfying dinner to end your day. And of course, delicious deli items from top of the line lunch meats to top of the line steak and chicken products. Oh, and of course, always fresh ground hamburg. Stay up to date on each week's sale items by going online at littlegeneral.com. Your convenience store with more. Little General, where you always get a smile, a please, and a thank you. Open every day, including today. Proud sponsors of Recipe for a Good Day, Little General Convenience Stores. If you like the taste of a lobster stew, served by a window with an ocean view, you're sure, you're sure to fall in love with the Patty Page came to Rhode Island and did the Woonsocket Stadium what? Theater. Yes. Um, she had told me that, you know, she was only given an hour and 45 minutes to perform. Had it been a two-hour show, she was going to bring you in for a Oh, duet. I would have loved to do a duet with her. She says, you know, it can only fit so much in an hour and 45 minutes. Exactly, so. exactly. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry, Gary. Next time, though. Next time. Next time. Hey. I'm waiting for my big break. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to be talking the glorious world of Hamburg. And I was waiting. Somebody gave me this wonderful cookbook. It's yes. called the Hamburger Cookbook. 200 distinctive ways of using ground beef to achieve greater variety in the daily menu. And uh, I, it might be a little dated, Gary. As I was uh, opening up the beginning and reading generally about Hamburg, sure. there was an interesting part about storing your Hamburg. Okay. And it says they always store uncooked ground meat in the meat storage section of the refrigerator near the freezing unit. It's been a while. Since yes. <laughs> <laughs> with the meat storage area yeah. near the freezing unit. Yes. Uh, the book is from 1950. 1950. Uh, but luckily, the remainder of it uh, hasn't changed as far okay. as recipes are concerned. But while we're on the subject of storing ground hamburger, ground beef, um, what type of shelf life? When you go to Lord General and you buy a pound, two pounds, five pounds of ground hamburg, what type of shelf life are you normally looking at? And you have any tips on uh, storing or refrigerating or freezing that ground hamburg well, for optimal use? Okay, you can freeze uh, once you get it home. You can freeze your hamburg. Mm -hmm. You can do that, and that'll last three months. If you're going to use it for burger purposes, would you make patties then freeze it, or just freeze the block and then thaw it out and mold them out? I would make the patties first. First, yeah. I would make the patties first and then freeze them if sure. you're going to do that. Yeah. Uh, Maybe we, a little wax paper in between. Exactly, yeah. or a parchment paper, yeah. whatever you have. Uh, that would be ideal, and then make sure it's in a uh, uh, a freezer lock bag type of thing, uh, or a container. And then uh, when you uh, buy it fresh and you use it, uh, you can leave it in your refrigerator, I would say up to three days, but uh, the more it sits, the more it will change in color, but it's not, it's not going bad, mm. okay? Uh, air may get to it. Oxygen may get to it, so it will slightly turn it, uh, turn the color. Uh, but you have about three days before you can use it. You want to cook it off. Yeah. Yeah. And once it's cooked, it will that'll, that'll last another uh, five to seven days. Unless you're freezing it, then you're at your normal two, three months? 
Uh, correct. Yeah. Correct. Correct. You know what you call frozen hamburger? Oh, what do you call frozen hamburger? <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Had to do it. You set me up for it. Uh, we have a few uh, meat recipes. Of course, best known for burgers. If time allows, we'll give you one of those as well. Uh, uh, excuse, excuse me, Jeff, just for one moment. Uh, is uh, new glasses? No. <laughs> it's just the print in this book is a little smaller than the ones I normally have in the studio. Got, gotcha, okay. I'm quite handsome, though, aren't yeah, I? Yeah, you're one, uh, outstanding, yes. So many people never see me in them. Yes, wow. <laughs> but uh, but often reference to, but uh, it does help for accuracy. Yes, I understand, I understand. Uh, one of the great things, of course, you use Hamburg, which is on sale this week at Low General Stores. For four ninety nine a pound. Yes. Our friend Chuck is waiting for you, uh, is the wonderful world, and I am so enamored with it this year. The, the, my big thing this year has been meatloaf. I can't eat enough of it. Brown gravy, double it up, please. Well, I just love it. Yeah. Um, I haven't had yours yet. <laughs> no, well, no. Uh, if I get any leftovers, Gary, I'll well, be sure to, thank you. <laughs> to keep you in play there. Yeah. Um, so we're going to take a variety. There's a lot of Meatloaf is so vast. You can do so many things with it. Oh, exactly. And, of course, when it comes to the kitchen, Gary says, to taste, which means there's no right or wrong, only what works for you. Exactly. Uh, exactly. We're going to look at an alternative of the traditional meatloaf and cover a recipe from this hamburger cookbook. Spanish meatloaf. Okay. A little bit of flair to it. Uh, this is a uh, situation where the uh, the total time you're going to be looking for is about an hour and 10 minutes. 350 degrees is where you're going to be preheating that oven. And here are your ingredient list. Uh, Two-thirds cup of soft breadcrumbs. Okay. Two-thirds cup canned tomatoes. One-quarter cup chopped onions. One quarter cup chopped green peppers. Half a teaspoon or maybe one clove of chopped garlic. A half a teaspoon of paprika. Two tablespoons of oil. Uh, obviously for pan, one pound of ground beef. Again on sale, $4.99 a pound at low general stores everywhere. One egg. Take it out back and slightly beat it. <laughs> Two tablespoons of chopped pimento. Oh, nice. Okay. One teaspoon of salt, a quarter teaspoon of pepper, and a quarter cup of additional tomatoes, if you wish. And then just a little bit, maybe an eighth of a teaspoon of thyme. Okay. In there. Uh, it's a simple uh, process. If you, if you have time to add it. If you, if you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, slipping one in yourself there. Uh, it's a simple four-step yeah. uh, process at this point. First, you're going to soak those breadcrumbs in your tomatoes until it's soft. Let them soak in all that deliciousness. Then step two, cook the onion, green pepper, garlic, paprika in that two, there they are, in that two <laughs> tablespoons of oil for just about 10 minutes. Uh, you're going to use a covered frying pan at low heat. That's what oh, okay. for. You don't want the flavor to escape the uh, pans and you want to keep it all together in there. Step three is combine all ingredients except those additional tomatoes and thyme and mix it thoroughly. Shape it into a loaf in a loaf pan. Spread the tomatoes out on top and sprinkle with thyme. You're going to bake it in a oven at 350 degrees for one hour. Okay. And when you take it out, you'll notice the aroma. And that is called 
Spanish meatloaf. So a little lengthier on the ingredient side, but still four easy steps on your way to Spanish meatloaf. Very nice. And tasty, too. I mean, sounds good. Uh, now, um, the additional tomatoes, again, uh, those are uh, optional. If you want to put it on top afterwards, you can do that. But you've already got uh, you know, some inside uh, to go with it. So those breadcrumbs have just soaked in so much of it. So it depends on how much you want that tomato flair. Yes. Uh, tomato kind of goes well with hamburgers, so we're kind of uh, doubling down on our tomato use. And, Gary, I know uh, I asked you about how many pounds of American chop suey you've made in your career. How many stuffed peppers have you made in your career in this region, right? Okay, let me say this about that. We sell stuffed peppers at the store, and they sell very well. I have at that store... A sweet lady, she comes in once a week, and she will buy every pepper I have in-house wow. at once a week. It could be five, it could be seven, it could be ten. She will buy every pepper I have in the house, and she's been doing it weekly for the last year. And so to say how many peppers I've done in my life... Uh, more than my weight. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, tried them at home. They're fun. Yes, because it, you know, I like the prep and I like to, I like doing all all the the extra things. I I said to Dina, "Do you want a fast meal or a good meal?" <laughs> so exactly. get out of the kitchen and give me some time. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, and of course, a variant of the stuffed pepper, and you can really almost use the same methods. Uh, is with tomatoes. Have you ever tried a baked stuffed tomato? I've had it, but I've never made it. I'm assuming you're going to have a large tomato to start with. Right. Kind of makes it easier. Um, and the again, it's, a, it's just a few easy steps here to uh, make your baked stuffed tomatoes. But we know there's a, you have your cheetah tomatoes out there at your homes. Of course, tomatoes are available at little general convenience Correct. stores year-round. Year-round. And uh, the uh, natives are making their way out as well. So there's a lot of opportunity for you to use tomatoes in your kitchen right now. Why not bake stuffed tomatoes? This only has a 25-minute baking time. But when you're adding the prep, it's about a 40-minute project. Uh, you're going to use a 375 setting on your okay. oven for okay. the preheating. Yes. Here's your ingredient list. Of course, rice. Now, when using selecting a rice for either a stuffed pepper or a stuffed tomato, Gary, you're looking for short, long grain, white rice, brown rice. Your choice. Your choice. Your choice. I've used everything. I've used the brown rice. I've used the short rice. I've used the uh, quick rice. Rice. It's your choice. Well, you're going to start off this recipe with your ingredient list, folks. You're looking for a quarter cup of rice, a half a teaspoon of salt, uh, two cups boiling water, uh, four large tomatoes, one tablespoon of butter. You're okay with that in the recipe? What's that, the butter? butter? Yes. Okay, I'm just checking. <laughs> quarter cup of chopped onion, uh, paprika again. Uh, you're going to use in this recipe here, but this is only to make a portion for four. And keep in mind, tomatoes, even though they're large, they're still smaller than the peppers. Right. Uh, so you're looking at this recipe for a quarter pound of ground beef. Okay. Uh, two tablespoons of soft breadcrumbs. 
uh, one tablespoon of chopped parsley, half a teaspoon of celery salt, half a teaspoon of salt, a quarter teaspoon of Worcestershire sauce, and a pinch of basil. Um, I will use celery seed as often substituting for celery salt. salt. Exactly. Um, and uh, I don't like to double down on my salt. Right. Uh, I will also use unsalted butter, as we mentioned earlier in the recipe. Uh, the few steps you need to know is, of course, in preparing your rice, you want to rinse that rice before you, you cook it up. Correct. So wash or rinse your rice. Uh, add some salt to the boiling water, then add your rice. Boil uncovered for 15 minutes. Drain the rice. Do not rinse the rice in this application. While rice is cooking, prepare the filling. Uh, cut a very thin slice off the tops of the tomatoes and remove the core, scooping out the pulp. But you want to save that. So get okay. yourself a little maybe waste bowl on the side. <laughs> save that inside of the tomato. And then you're going to lightly season the inside of the shell of the tomato with some salt and pepper. Melt the butter into the frying pan. Add onion. Sprinkle lightly with paprika. And then fry it over low heat until lightly browned. It's only about five minutes or less. Add meat and stir frequently. Cook it until the meat turns out brown like you would if you're making a shepherd's pie. Uh, stir in the breadcrumbs at that point. Then combine the rice, that half cup of chopped tomato pulp that you scooped out of the yes. tomato, the meat mixture, parsley and seasonings, and just lightly, uh, gently, you don't want to split your tomatoes, right. uh, fill the tomatoes with this mixture and let it form a little peak on top, and then just a few dots of uh, some margarine and butter on each tomato will go a long way. Place them in a baking dish, add water to a quarter-inch level, and bake it in a 375-degree oven for approximately 25 minutes. Now, if you want, cook's choice, a little grated cheese after that whole process that, never hurt no more. No, that sounds wonderful. That sounds wonderful. It sounds to me, I haven't tried it. I'm going to try it because I, 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 I like everything but the pepper itself when you're making a stuffed peppers okay so you eat the inside and toss the shell <laughs> but i'm gonna try this one this sounds okay. pretty good and i'm curious though on how how it is to handle that tomato as far as the gentleness you you squeeze too hard you're out of luck uh right. you scoop too hard you press too hard with that spoon well what i would use i would use a paring knife okay to take out the core and then I would almost use a melon uh, scoop. You know, when you make a melon ball, mm -hmm. I would almost use that to take out the rest of the inside of the tomato. Rather than an elongated spoon. Exactly. It might do a little more damage. Exactly. And also, uh, when you leave, you want to leave some meat on the tomato, all the way around the tomato, because if it's too thin, it's going to rip. Mm-hmm. It's actually going to split. Yeah, don't take it down to the skin. For pizza. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Leave exactly. some of that, that meat on the skin. Um, this is Recipe for a Good Day. It's our ode to Hamburg today yes. because it's on sale. Chuck Hamburg, 
Four ninety nine a pound, one of the great sale items on sale this week. But also keep in mind, chicken leg quarters fifty nine cents a pound. And mind, you know, a little later on, we're going to have our did you know segment with Chef Gary. We actually have a five dollar little general gift card here in studio, and you can use that for a pound of Hamburg. Exactly, you can use that for five six pounds of the uh, chicken leg quarters. Or, folks, get yourself some Hummel Brothers liverwurst, the the high-end liverwurst yes, available. And, and for four, uh, $4.89 a pound. $4.89 a pound. So yes. a $5 little general gift card you can win later. goes towards a lot of sale items. Remember, you can use it for almost anything in the store. Of course, lottery is always a cash buy. Correct. Uh, as uh, mandated through the state regulations. This is Recipe for a Good Day. Little General Stores is ready to serve you every day with great locally roasted coffee, as well as the best prices for all your deli meats. Little General Convenience Stores, we're here for you. If you have a question from your kitchen or a recipe you'd like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Just email the show at asktheshef at wnri.com. That's asktheshef at wnri.com. Cheeseburger in paradise, and of yes. course, you can't talk Hamburg or ground chuck Hamburg without the infamous hamburger. Yes. Uh, again, there's almost no right or wrong here. It's up to uh, the chef, and uh, crazy creations uh, abound on burgers, that's for sure. Yes. And, you know, you can have fun. You know, when you're in your kitchen, you want to have fun. Don't let... Don't let cooking become a chore. Now, let cooking be an escape. If you like burgers, I don't know if you've ever seen the show Bob's Burgers. It's a show of a family, and they run and own a burger um, diner, Yes, if okay. you will. And each and every show, he's inventing some new burger. And it's his burger of the day, burger of the yes. week. Uh, and Lauren Bouchard's the writer. I wonder if that's a relation to Roger and Richard. I don't know. Uh, and the uh, writers of Bob's Burgers on Fox Network has put together the Bob's Burgers Burger Book. And I think uh, Fancy Nancy brought this one in. Yes. Uh, what it, a sweet lady. There are unbelievable uh, thought processes in this burger. And, and some are a little more complicated than others. But I wanted to share one with you today. Uh, and this is called The Final Kraut Down. The Final Kraut Down. Yes, of course, uh, play off The Final Countdown. Yes. And this involves sweet Bavarian sauerkraut. Are you a sauerkraut person? I, I've had it. Yeah, I, I've had it. it. I don't mind it, no. Uh, the items on this uh, wonderful burger also involves caramelized onions. Nice. Maybe we take a moment here and talk about caramelizing onions because that's going to add on time. And I, one thing, my favorite thing to do in the kitchen is caramelizing onions. onions. Yes. Because I know I'm in for a two to three hour project in my kitchen. Now, in your kitchen, it's not practical, Gary. No. To take that much time to caramelize onions. No. But for me on a Saturday, 
it fits my life perfect. Uh, so, yeah, folks, it really does take me that long. Yes. But the finished product is worth it. Uh, when I caramelize the onions, and I'll let you give a, a quicker version of it, if you will. Uh, probably maybe use a little sugar to, to kick it in. Sugar would actually kick it in quite uh, quicker. Well, yeah. Qu much quicker. But when I do it, there's no sugar involved. Um, and I do it by a big batch, and that's part of the key. If you want the weight in the pan. So I'll do three to four pounds of onions when I caramelize onions, which is two to three bags of onions yes. at the time, depending on the size of the onions. And I do uh, peel them, and I do use my electric cutter to get to slice them because okay. I'm a little lazy and I try to move along. <laughs> but you can do it by hand if you want. But I like the uh, consistency of the, the electric slicer. And I'll, uh, I'll, um, I'll peel them and I'll slice them the wide way, get nice big circle rings out of them, pop out those little dot centers, yep. kind of discard those and use the good part of the onion. Uh, I'll use about a third cup of olive oil in the pan. I'll put just a little bit of salt in that and then the onions go in. And that's all I'm putting in there. Uh, initially, you let those onions sit, and they'll sit for a good 25, 30 minutes on its initial drop. A low, uh, medium low heat. Again, I'm a, again, a lower heat, longer cook type, type guy. Uh, before I move them, if you jostle them every five minutes from the beginning, you're not going to get that browning effect you're looking for. Right. So let the weight push them down into the pan naturally. And after about 25 minutes, uh, from the outside in, kind of that scoop flip motion and then swirling the pan is crucial to pick up all that brown stuff out of the pan. That's your, your caramelizing process already beginning. The natural sugars of the onions are coming out and at that point I'll lower the heat a little bit more and give it a little more attention during the process every 5 to 10 minutes doing that repeat uh, flip from the outside okay. in and swirl. Let it sit. Swoop from the outside in. Let it swirl and let it sit. And I'll repeat that process. They'll cook down. They'll be far less in the pan when you're done than oh, when you oh, so That's the way it would be. Uh, and I'll let it cook down. Now, I will at minimum do 90 minutes that way. If I slice them a little thicker, I might go a little longer and uh, maybe up to close to an hour and 45 to two hours in that time at a very low heat. Uh, at that point, the last 10 minutes or so, that's when I drop in that balsamic vinegar and let that balsamic vinegar, again, mixing it in, uh, outside in, swirling the pan and let it simmer. I'll do at least two of those flip rotations in the last 10 minutes with the balsamic in there and then turn the heat off and they are done. And they should come out a beautiful, dark, dark color, all natural sugars without adding additional sugar. Now, that is not practical for many. And I'll make that big batch, put it in the fridge, and then whenever you want them, you can just go Correct. And, and pick from. Uh, too many times, though, they eat it out of the bowl like ice cream because they're just so yummy. Yes. It's a wonderful, uh, wonderful way if you take the time to let it happen naturally. Right. Now, Chef Gary, if you don't have that type of time, can you speed that process up for the folks? Yes. Uh, you would use a frying pan. Well, you can actually bake them, too, if you have... Don't, if you don't have any time on the stove, you can put them directly right into the oven, and they would be cut uh, not as thin as, as yours, but they would be cut, and I would use the whole onion, throw it into the pot, 
season it with salt and pepper, and then I would cover it with saran wrap and aluminum foil, bake them in the oven for two hours, then at that point take them out, add the sugar, and bake for another 10 minutes or so, maybe 15, uncovered, so they will brown. But if you want a quick thing at home, take a you're going to take your frying pan and you want to get your oil, your, uh, whatever oil you're using, your vegetable oil, canola oil, whatever you're using, you want to put it in your frying pan, get it hot. Once that is done, you're going to add your onions, but you will not, I repeat, do not overstuff your pan. Because if you overstuff your pan, you're going to be steaming more than frying. Okay, and in this process, you want to fry the onion. Put it on, stir them constantly, and then this process, you're probably doing half the batch of onions each time. Once they start to brown on their own, you're going to add the sugar. And if you want to, again, to your taste, a little salt, a little more pepper, add it. Stir it in, let it fry. At that point, when the, the last two minutes... They're turning brown naturally. You have the sweetness of the sugar in the onion, and you see that color you want. Shut it off. Put in a tab of butter, a tablespoon. Cover it. And what's going to happen is that flying method is going to become a steam method, and that's going to finish off cooking of the onion. And that can be done in... A total time of... That's how I minutes. do my caramelized peppers Okay. with that process. And um, they come out uh, sticky and gooey. Yes. Um, so we wanted to go over caramelized onions. It's a big part of this burger. A tablespoon of butter, one Vidalia onion chop, uh, four, uh, uh, 14 and a half ounce approximately can of sauerkraut drained and rinsed. Okay, one. yes. One pound of ground beef, of course, on sale, four ninety nine a pound at Low General Stores. Swiss cheese, sliced, a couple of Kaiser rolls, and some Dijon mustard. Oui, bonjour. Bon, bon. <laughs> uh, sweet Bavarian sauerkraut, caramelized onion, Swiss cheese, burger served on a Kaiser roll. Bavarian style is much milder, sweeter style of sauerkraut. And we're going to move forward considering that we've already, thinking we've already made those caramelized onions, okay? So uh, when you have those onions just about finished for this burger, you're going to add in sauerkraut. Stir in the sauerkraut with the caramelized onions and combine it. You're only heating the sauerkraut, not cooking the okay. sauerkraut. Okay. So is uh, is not going to be a long process there. So very end of the onions, put in that sauerkraut. Make your burgers. Season the beef with salt and pepper. Uh, make about four patties and cook. Melt the cheese on top as you normally will, then just build the burger. Bottom roll, cheeseburger, sauerkraut, onion mixture, Dijon mustard, and throw that top roll on and just let your teeth sink in. That sounds absolutely wonderful. The final crowd down. <laughs> hey, it's like the hamburger said to the hot dog. Oh, what? We're on a roll. <laughs> Did something funny happen? Yeah. You never know it. <laughs> well, hamburger, you know, it's a it's a great product. And keep in mind, 
It's on sale at Little General Stores everywhere. Uh, now through close of business Sunday again, four ninety nine a pound. And don't forget those chicken leg quarters at fifty nine cents a pound. Just some of the sale items available this week. Uh, we're out of time on recipes, so we're not going to get to our our uh, our other item, which is maybe we'll hold it for the next time it's on sale. Which was the meat stuffed cheesy puffs? Oh, that's right. Yeah, we'll, we'll hold those for the next sale. Okay. But we hope you enjoy some of the fine hamburg that is available at Little General on sale, and maybe try one of these recipes with it. Chef Gary, it is time for you to take center stage with the Did You Know segment of the day, which means it's your opportunity to win a five dollar Little General gift card right here on Recipe for a Good Day, and that's courtesy of all the owners of the Little General franchises. You yes. can use them at any location. And there's so many great sale items this week for you to use them on. You have the 489 liverwurst from Hubble Brothers. You will taste the difference. Of course, the chicken leg quarters, Greek pasta salad from Boston Salads for four ninety nine a pound, and of course our centerpiece of the week, the own Chuck Hamburg, just four ninety nine a pound. So, Chef Gary, what is your did you know subject of the day? Well, uh, continuing with food. I am going to talk about different things, different types of food with different uh, definitions. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes, sir. So, Jeff. Yes. Did you know that raspberries, cherries, apricots, plums, pears, apples, peaches, strawberries, and blackberries are all part of... Of the Rose No, family. I didn't know that. No, I yes. Didn't. Really? Rose family. The Rose family, wow. the Rose plant. Roses, yes. And because they all uh, grow flowers. Isn't that interesting? Yes. Did you know, Jeff? Yes. That broccoli, our dear friend broccoli, contains more protein than steak. But if I had my choice, <laughs> just saying, I'm just saying, <laughs> I still would have my steak. <laughs> now, this I found interesting. Jeff. Yes. Apples. Apples, of all things, can give you more energy than coffee. Really? Yes. Yeah, I'll tell that to Roger at 6 o'clock in the morning. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, no, don't forget the coffee, Roger. Here, just have an apple. Well, apples contain uh, fiber, vitamin C, uh, mm -hmm. uh, several menu, um, 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 mineral uh, minerals and so forth that will help energize your day. And uh, Brussels sprouts also have a lot of the same thing, so... If you don't want to have an apple, have some Brussels sprouts for breakfast instead of coffee. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll see how that works with Roger. Yes. Did you know, Jeff? I'll hide his coffee cup and just leave an apple in his yes. face. <laughs> <laughs> with a sardine. Yes. Did you know, Jeff, that pistachio nuts are actually fruits? No, I had no idea. But yes. What do they call them nuts for? Well, uh, again... Um, I know the green stuff in that pistachio ice cream and yes. fudge tastes real good. <laughs> That's about all I know about pistachios. Uh, the nuts are rich with uh, a source of protein, fiber, vitamins, minerals, 
and it can help with weight management. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, if I eat a whole bag, that ain't helping my weight. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I mean, that, yeah. So pistachios are actually a fruit. Uh, and then, did you know, Jeff? The last one. Did you know that the Caesar salad was originated in Mexico City? No. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Apparently, uh, this chef, and I'm, I, you know, I'm reading, I'm reading it, you know, from the internet, so it has to be right. Chef Caesar Conde, uh, Condini. Easy for you to say. Yes, was hosting a July Fourth party, and he wanted to have a simple item. Oh, he, he, also, he was in Mexico hosting yes, a July Fourth party. Yes. And, he ran out of food, and he made this simple salad. Probably ran out of their own holidays, too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm reading this right off my chat. And uh, he put together this Caesar salad, and he threw in, and Roger would love this because he threw in anchovies, mm-hmm. this uh, Caesar uh, lettuce, the, the, the romaine lettuce, Chopped a uh, minced garlic, and he combined everything with a little olive oil, and voila, you had your. Voila. Salad. I yeah. love it. <laughs> All right, Chef Gary, thanks for those did you know facts, and uh, we've got a minute to take your phone call, 7690600, right now, if you want a chance to win this $5 little general gift card, 7690600, right now, and uh, we'll be mailing this card out to you if you answer a question to Chef Gary. Meanwhile, I uh, wanted to take a moment and remind you that you can email the program if there's any of the recipes that we talked about. Of course, we understand people are on the road. We appreciate you being with us. But you can always email and ask for a recipe. I'll be glad to scan and send it off to you. If you have a question from your kitchen or a recipe you'd like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Just email the show at asktheshef at WNRI.com. That's asktheshef at WNRI.com. All right, we are here for just a few more seconds here on Recipe for a Good Day. And uh, we appreciate you being with us. you being with us, Gary. You heading back to the kitchen today? I am heading back to the kitchen. What's the big uh, cooking process today? What's on your What's on your menu? Uh, let's see. Or do you not know yet? Oh, no, I, I've, I've already been You've at already the store. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do some Italian meatballs. Uh, probably make some uh, meatloaf. <laughs> oh, very nice. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, the basics, the ham salad, tuna salad, chicken salad, uh, maybe a soup for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, things of that sort. Very good. Well, enjoy your kitchen day. Thank you. At least it's not oppressively hot and humid as it had been. No, and it's always been pretty good in our kitchen, yeah. I'm going to say. Yeah, well, uh, the uh, the dog is uh, enjoying uh, uh, some of the time home. And I don't know how my little dog is. Uh, I turned around the other day and there was a steak gone from behind me. Oh, no. And I got... I got kitchen counters are taller than you, Gary. Well, and, and my corgi with the little legs is shorter than you. So I don't know how he managed that. Yes. <laughs> uh, but I can tell you, in my kitchen, the temperature is not keeping him from stealing a steak when you're not looking. <laughs> 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 Things you don't have to deal with in your kitchen. That's well, I don't know. I, if it's uh, uh, when I do my oven roasts, my God, I make thirty pounds and uh, we sell five. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you for being with us. Want to do it again next week? I would love to be here next week. All right, want to. 
remind you to stick around. We have America's First News. Yes. And then we'll get into our local live lineup today, which features the John DePietro Show from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Then it's open line conversation with John Dion from 2 to 4 p.m. Larry Poitras on the air this afternoon, 4 to 6 p.m. with more open line talk. And then we close on this Wednesday with Scott Gibbs Scott and his Gibbs, program, so? Your Town. Yes. And it's a very interesting program. I've listened to it, yes. And a very knowledgeable man as yes. well. Yes. He'll be with you 6 to 7 o'clock tonight. As far as myself, I'll be back tomorrow morning with Daybreak yeah. Southern New England, very 6 a.m. Gary, you'll be a little general. I will, and I got a recipe for you, Jeff. Recipe for a good day, a warm smile, a good laugh, and a great meal. Let's Thank you, Jeff.